Hello, good evening, and welcome to the Franchise Tag Podcast with me, your host, Freddie Hall. I hope you're doing all okay out there. What a weekend we had of NFL. Plenty to talk about between me and Johnny. Welcome back. Uh, Unfortunately, we were going to have Sky phone in from abroad, lands unknown, America, land of the free, uh, as he was at the um, New York Jets-Patriots game. Um, however, his Wi-Fi, unfortunately, is not cutting the mustard for us. So he's not going to join us tonight, but I'm sure when he gets back or next week, he's going to tell us all about his experience on game day. Um, it looked like it was uh, yakking it down rain, though, Johnny. So I'm sure he was soggy, drunken. Well, I, I can imagine pretty cheerful as well, to be fair, after the result. Yeah, I'm sure he was. And, you know, obviously he got to see some incredible quarterback play between <laughs> two of the best quarterbacks. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, full credit to the Patriots they uh um you know it was it was a, a slugfest I think between two teams who are struggling um offensively but you know any game's a good game um I think we would just love to watch football so unfortunately yeah he's not here today but we've, we've got plenty to, to talk about after a very exciting weekend lots and lots to talk about and we will kick off with myself talking about what was a record-breaking week in Miami and uh it was a don't blink don't turn this turn the channel don't change the TV because you would it, the score was just running away with itself I mean Miami beating the Denver Broncos 70 to 20 I mean not even beating that is just ransacking the Denver Broncos <laughs> and just beating them up on all levels. They had 726 offensive yards and scored 10 touchdowns. For you fantasy lovers out there, uh, Raheem Mostert got 45.2 points. Tyreek Hill got 33.7. And Devon Achain, everyone said A-Chain, but he's gone on the record on Twitter today to say it's Achain. Um, or Ashan, I think actually he might have even put, he got 56.3 points. So I can imagine not many people probably did have him in their starting lineup and they probably kicked themselves for it. But this was just such a freak game, wasn't Johnny? I mean, it, absolutely crazy. It's the largest amount of singular points scored by a team in a game since 2011. And that was the New Orleans Saints who beat the Atlanta Falcons 62 to 7. In terms of all time, they were only two points away from the record, which was set in 1966 by Washington, who beat the New York Giants 72-41. to 41. Um, they, actually, they actually took a knee towards the end of the game. And everyone was like, no, go and break the record, go and break the record. I think they wanted, you know, the Broncos to go away with some sort of, I, I, I don't know, pride, I don't know, credit. I, I don't know what, what really it was at that point. Um, obviously, it's been lots in the media about um, about this, about this huge win. It's an embarrassing day out for the Denver Broncos, let's put it bluntly. We, we might be slamming the Broncos on this show, but, I mean, your thoughts on this is straight away. I mean, I, can, I was watching Red Zone, so it was just like, wow, they just keep going back. Like, this is insane. What, how many more touchdowns can they score? They were incredible on Sunday. I mean, the, 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 the Dolphins' offense has been doing you know some crazy things, I think, you know, not just the start of this year, but I think towards the you know at points last year, obviously to his injury, um, you know last year had a, a huge impact in how they play. But finally, I think we're seeing you know Mike McDaniel's um, play calling, his, his coaching ability really coming to the limelight, and he's um, you know just just going keeps creeping up and up the the, the coaching sort of leaderboards. I think um, yeah, he's one of the most feared uh, play callers out there, and I think that you know just the 
the explosive running game, the how fast and quick so many of the the the, the Dolphins playmakers were. Um, it was just frightening to see. I think they, you know, they are possibly the most feared team um, in the AFC right now. Um, you know, the, the obviously unbeaten um, came into this game in great form, and you know, I, we I think a lot of us expected this to be a, a comfortable Miami win over a, a fairly poor um, Broncos team, but. You know, you can't even say that the the Broncos were all that bad. It was it was purely because Miami were 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 just so destructive. And um, yeah, they did all this without without Jalen Waddle as well. You know, they're mm. probably their second best playmaker. Um, so you know, they are um, you know a team that are averaging I think around forty five points a game. That's such an that's so so hard to beat. And I think yeah, McDaniel has turned this team into just a, a, a complete juggernaut. And um, you know the, the defense is coming together as well nicely under um, Vic Fangio. They're really becoming a, a, a complete team. So an absolutely historic day for them on on Sunday. Um, yeah, I mean <laughs> to turn down the chance to become you know to have the record for the amount scored amount of points scored just does. I speak to speaks volumes, and they had so much time left as well. It was yeah, it could have been 80, 90 points easily on um, on Sunday. So yeah, I'm all aboard the the tour and the Dolphins train. Um, I can't see um, you know much getting in their in in their way. I know they have um, obviously the, the the Bills coming up um, and other divisional sort of games, um, but yeah. I, I, I wouldn't be backing against them. I think I think it will be a close. I, I, I'm not sure what the the betting sort of saying um, for the game against the Bills, but um, you know, two teams obviously um, um, informal. You know, the Bills have got back to to that stage, obviously with a big win over the Commanders this weekend, and will probably be favoured in um, with the home field advantage. But yeah, I'm I'm, I'm not backing against the Dolphins team, no way. Yeah, I mean, their first three games, they've scored 36 um, in the opener against the Chargers, scored 34, so a close game, only two points. Uh, Dolphins-Patriots game 24-17, only a touchdown in it there. And then obviously 70-20, you're right, they go to they go to Buffalo. Um, they then uh, host the New York Giants and then host the Carolina Panthers. They then go to Philadelphia. Um, then after they've got Patriots again, I mean, I, I won't continue after that really because it's it's – it's really this next string of four or five games, isn't it, Johnny? Because like you said, you're all aboard the two and the, and the Dolphins train. And that was going to be my question really is, is how far do you think this can go? And I, I, like, don't get me wrong, the, this team is not going to score 50 points every week for the rest of the season. We know that. They are probably not going to go unbeaten. We know that. Let's let's park the, park the brakes on, uh, pump the brakes on that because th- that is a very, very hard feat. But what do you think the limit is actually for this? In a realistic term, what is the limit for this Miami Dolphins team? Because they have come out of the blocks. We've seen people like Dallas Cowboys come out of the blocks this year and the, and the Arizona Cardinals stop that very, very quickly in a very surprising result over, <laughs> over there. Um, do, do you think this is... When I think of like the Steelers as well, who had a really great run of unbeaten games only a, only a handful of years ago, we were not the team that this Miami team is. How, how? What is the ceiling for this team, really? Because at the minute, everyone will say they go to the Super Bowl. However, you know the the pragmatists will will hold hold the uh, momentum of that conversation quite quickly, I suppose. Yeah, I think you have to be realistic. But um, personally, I, th- I think the, the the sky is the limit for this Dolphins team. I think if they can get to, you know, just looking at the schedule, they've got you know difficult games. You mentioned the Eagles, um, you know, 
I think that's their first true test. Yeah. I don't think the Bills will actually be as big a... Yeah. I don't think it the margin will be as big as... I, th- I think that the Eagles will, will have, yeah, the, the, in, yeah, I think they, they've got four weeks until the, the Eagles. I think that's the the, 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 mm-hmm. the, the true test. Um, you know, we know how destructive they can be um, as a, you know, a run-blocking team. And I, yeah, I think uh, um, that's, you know, a big obstacle in the course. We know the, the Chiefs, obviously, I think Steve uh, Spagnolo is doing a really good job um, with with the young um, Chiefs defense, so we'll see how that gets. And obviously the Jets, they've got to play. Who we know all about their their, um, their defense, let alone the, the obviously their offensive problems. But yeah, I, I really can see them going in, uh, winning. You know, taking a real grasp on the the, the AFC East. Um, I think they're the best team um, in the division. I know obviously the Bills have come back, but um, still, you know, I think a couple of question marks from you know people in a, around the sort of team. Um, but you know they are they are back on track. But I, I I can't I can't back against the Dolphins. I don't think. And if they can get you know you know you know obviously home advantage in the playoffs, um, get a playoff win, then you know anything's possible. Um, I could really see them. You know I only I only see the uh, the Chiefs at present being the, the 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 main threat to the Dolphins based on what we've seen so far this season. Um, obviously wins for the the Bengals, the Chargers this week. Um, but yeah, I don't think you know they're at the same level as as what we've seen in in Miami. So yeah, I definitely think they've got a, a point to prove in in that sort of respect of making it through a season and, and getting to the next stage. Um, but yeah, if they keep going, then I don't see that as a problem. They've got players to come back if they can stay healthy. Um, then yeah, I think think that's uh, uh, bodes well for for a really successful season. I think, yeah, keep, keeping healthy is key. I don't want to disparage that the Bills were a bad team because they, their defence no, did a hell of a job against the Commanders. Yeah. However, it, it is the Commanders. We need to, you know, we need we do need to put that into perspective as well. This Bills team hasn't been great out of the blocks and they have got a very good offence and they've got a fairly decent defence. I know they did, like I said, did really well against the Commanders, but I don't think that... Have they faced out a high threat opposition like the, like the Dolphins yet? I mean, who have the Bills played so far? Let me have just have a... Quick check of who they played. They played the they played. Did they? Who did they play in week two? They played the Jets and the Raiders and the Commanders. And you know, with 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 Rogers going down in the first seven yeah. seconds or whatever it was his play, that became a game that it was not as competitive as it was going. To be. I know they still lost that game, but it wasn't. It wasn't the test it would have been if Rodgers had played the whole game. They beat the Raiders. They're always going to beat the Raiders, beat them 38 to 10. They smashed the doors off the commanders. We'd have always predicted that 37 to 3. This is this, this is the Bills test as well mm. coming up next weekend for them. So that's going to be that's going to be their litmus test for how how they're going to be for it for, for this season. It this could be a real shootout. It might, you know what? It we say big shootout, it'll turn out to be, you know. 1714 <laughs> yeah. now. But this is this could be a real shootout. It just depends. It depends. Who wants it more things game? I think the only disadvantage Dolphins have is if they had home advantage again. I think he would be all on their side. I think going to Buffalo is tough. It's it's mm-hmm. tough for any team to go there. It's always been tough for teams to go there. The only good thing about it is it's not exactly freezing cold up there yet. It's still the weather's quite mild. If they went and played them in just you know November, this could be about you know momentum and and everything like that. The weather is could be a different story. But the, the Dolphins are really feeling in their groove at the minute. Um, on the flip side, the Denver Broncos, is this panic stations now? Russell Wilson, terrible year last year. 
They changed the coach. They're getting Sean Payton. They give up picks to bring in Sean Payton as well. I mean, this defense has got some... Last year, that's what we all said. Yeah, they've been an absolute trash all year, but at least their defense looks like they can pull it out of the bag and they can do really well. You know, players like Pat Sertan on that team mm. and Randy Gregory. And then their offense is not exactly bad. Javante Williams, decent running back. Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton um, has not been a bad player in the last few weeks, even though he had a poor season last year. What are the, what are the Broncos fans now thinking? Yes, it's obviously not a good weekend for for the Broncos. It's been a you know a terrible start to the season. Uh, once again, fortunately, they've got two games coming up against the Bears and the, the, the Jets to hopefully you know get get themselves back on track. But I don't know the the I don't even know if it is. You call it a honeymoon period for for, for Sean Payton. It's been an absolute disaster for him. I, th- I even think in, in the off season as well, there was a lot of chit chatter. Obviously, you spoke about you know what they gave up to go after a coach. Um, we know how good Sean Payton is and how 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 great he made that Saints team during the um, you know the mid mid twenty tens. But yeah, it's the same old story. I think with 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 the Broncos, they're they're, they're getting embarrassed and um, the play calling um, just doesn't look to be, um, you know, the standard of, of what we sort of expect. Um, yeah, I, 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 I just think there's just been a lot of negative energy around Denver and, and, and Peyton, a lot of comments he made, you know, about the, whether it be about the Jets. I know he'd made comments about the the Dolphins and two in particular uh, last season. All these sort of things come back in the media and have come back to, to haunt him particularly. So, you know, there's obviously a lot of pressure um, on him already, and, and that's not bode well for the, the the start of the season. I think, you know, they've got a, game, a must-win game against probably the worst team in the NFL right now in in the Chicago Bears. If they don't win that, then yeah, of course it's it's um, it's panic stations for for Denver. I don't think you know we're not at the stage, or we're not um, you know, there's not the same sort of discussions about. Peyton and Nathaniel Hackett from last year, um, and I don't think there will be, you know, later, you know, how, you know how how many weeks they go on without without a win. Um, they've invested a lot, and they, you know, they have to stick with it. They can't, you know, trigger um, trigger finger and, and you know sack someone else. Um, you know, two two coaches in, in the space of the season. God knows what you know they'll be paying for those those uh, coaches to to leave the positions, but. Yeah, it's 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 really frustrating. They, I think, they just need a a, a, a big big reset um, in terms of players. But the, um, but the problem was they had a big reset. They did that. They they tried to get different quarterbacks year on year. Yeah, they, no, they tried this already as an organization, and it's not panned out every year. It's not panned no. out at all. I, and it hasn't. And to be fair, I, I didn't even think that they, they they don't even have you know the first round draft picks for for next year. Um, given the, the you know the Russell Wilson trade from from um, you know to Seattle, but yeah, it's it's um, it's it's really frustrating. I think for for, for Broncos fans because it's just the, the the same old story, and you know the defense was meant to be there, you know their big big thing, and um, yeah, got show, really showed up this this week and becoming the the second worst defeat in in uh, in NFL history. Yeah, and if anyone wants to go out there and see some really hilarious videos, Mike McDaniels was once a ball boy for head coach Mike Strahan over at the Denver Broncos. A very young, fresh-faced Mike McDaniels does interviews for the Denver Broncos. Now he is coaching the team, but has quite literally smashed the doors off of 
off of the off of the Denver Broncos. So uh, and that's it's all over social media. So go and check that. It's very very funny. Very uh, it, it, he's such a personality in the NFL, and he's really good fun. And it's it's quite nice to see his team winning because you know he he does have fun with it. He has fun at press conferences. He's got a sense of humour about it. It seems like he doesn't take himself too seriously. And that's all well and good, but then you have to perform and, and get the results. And he he's obviously got a massive result here, but it was even at the tail end of last year. You saw that this team was going to be something at some point. That Tua got injured a lot last year. So he had to, you know, they had Teddy Bridgewater in. Teddy got injured. It was a bit of a mishmash of quarterback, but there was always signs in this team. And there is always going to be signs in the team. When you've got Tyreek Kill and Jalen Waddle, you, you're going to have you're going to have to be good because the, the Miami Dolphins fan base will get on you very quickly if you're not making your best players perform. And that's really the, the quarterback position, I suppose. And two has been really incredible this year so far. And uh, it's going to be very exciting seeing them moving forward. Um, we'll move to you, you Johnny. Obviously, you, you're going to bring a topic to the table. It is about, an, an, a, well, I, it might be about an AFC team. It depends what you got want to talk about first. I suppose we saw prep for Sky being here. So this is a bit of a free fall of what we can talk about and what we will talk about now. So what do you want to chat about? Yeah, I think... Um... I think this 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 weekend was you know a big reality check for a few teams, and it was you know good to see that teams finally get off the board. You know defeats for the likes of I think the the Jaguars, the um, the Falcons, um, and even the Saints. You know obviously a close game, but I think this sort of brought us brought those those teams back down to earth. Um, uh, yeah, I, I think they just need to, you know, look at themselves and, and, and regroup. Um, we've had, you know, obviously quite high expectations about the Jaguars and the Falcons in particular. Um, one team I would quite like to talk about is the Indianapolis Colts and how um, well I think they have started the season. And, and I think they could be a really frisky team, um, you know, down the stretch and, uh, you know, in, in, a, in a quite wide open, um, you know, obviously the, the you know the Jaguars. Jaguars are the best team, but they've you know they've now got two defeats, and the Colts have a winning record. Um, yeah, I think you know to do this without um, uh, to do it without the the, the star uh, quarterback, the rookie uh, Anthony Richardson, who you know is, is really impressed um, over the first you know couple of games of the season. Um, yeah, I think this speaks credit about how differently they're they're you know approaching the games and their their, their new head coach Shane um, Steich and I think is he's really come out and, and, and shown what a good coach um he is. I think you know the the play calling uh, against the, the um, uh, against the Ravens um you know obviously uh, there were some, I think, you know, some times where I think the Ravens could have could have won the game, but to, to, to keep in it when no one really, I think, backed them for for a victory um, um, was yeah quite remarkable. I've, you know, I'm not saying that the the Colts are going to go on a on a run to make the Super Bowl, but I think they've got a really really impressive uh, defense, a lot better than last year, a lot more energy, I think, um, in you know the, the 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 first few weeks of the season and yeah i think that the, the schedule potentially for for them could 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 work in their favor like i mentioned against the you know divisional rivals being quite wide open um they've got the rams the titans um and then the jaguars so you know three uh, three week stretch which um, you know on current form they, they could easily translate into you know a couple if not for three uh, three wins so yeah i think they got you know obviously got a, a bit of a break against uh, a good Ravens team who have had a lot of bad luck in terms of injuries. Um, but yeah, I think they're, they're a lot better than um, we, we build at the start of the season. And yeah, I think that speaks volumes for uh, the coaching staff and, you know, what they've been able to do with, you know, 
obviously circumstances which um, we've not even mentioned about Jonathan Taylor. Um, I'm hoping to see you know him him come back uh, into this team if he's if he's not traded. Um, so yeah, I think I think there's good times ahead for for, for Indy. I definitely think it's an impressive statement to win and beat a Ravens team. But yeah, they were injury back. I mean, I think they had nine starters on both sides of the ball together out, which is which is tough break. But but this is the right. The Ravens get injured year on year. It, this is a mm-hmm. running theme season on season, but the Ravens get injured. I don't understand why. I think there's got to be something that they need to look at um, in terms of maybe their recruiting, the player retention they have. I, I, I'm not saying it's the player's fault, but there is, I don't know, but's the wrong word. However, th- there's something not right. They're, they're, mm. I don't know whether they're going for high-end talent, where, they, where the talent is high-end, but risky. Um, and they're just hoping that they can get the top-end talent, you know, the, the, the top performance out of that talent but it's going to be a certain time frame it might be just the style of play they do i don't know i i, I yeah. mean, this is the nfl this is what happens unfortunately these things do occur but it just seems so strange to me with the ravens about how much they do get injured really because it is a year-on-year thing but we're focusing on the colts so i, I give colts props it is very, it's very impressive getting a win with Gardner Minshew as your quarterback you know you without anthony richardson hopefully he'll come back fully fit and healthy um next week uh he, he's been so impressive to watch so far he's been everything that people thought he could be in the nfl but was just lacking the experience in, the, in a lot of people's eyes which it, it was true i believed it in my eyes as well that richardson was lacking maybe that top end experience and it was a risk I think the risk has been rewarding so far. However, when a quarterback plays in that style, you are going to get injuries every now and then. That is the reality that the the Colts are going to have to live with, I'm afraid. The the Ravens live with that reality. The Arizona Cardinals live with that reality. Um, When you have that style, that's what happens. But the thing is, when they are on the field, they are just electric. Mm -hmm. I mean, Richardson has been electric. I have been very negative about the wide receiver core at Indianapolis. And I still don't think it's very good, but Pittman had a hell of a game, um, a hell of a game against these guys. Um, I, I've always liked their defense as well. Uh, I've just always thought they needed to step up and they certainly have seen signs of life of them stepping up. And, and if they can keep improving, like you say, this division is a lot more open. I still think the Jags will come true. I still think yeah. they're going to, I think they will dominate this division. Uh, I, I, I just think it's the, the anomaly of players like CJ Stroud and, Richardson that could boost up there, but it is anyone's division in a way. The Titans have been a lot better than anyone gave them credit for. Henry looks in, in fine form. They've had some decent quarterback play as well. Their defense is doing a lot better than people have expected. This division's a bit more competitive than maybe we were giving it credit for. I mean, me and Sky were on this on here and we rinsed the South. We said the South <laughs> on both sides of the divisions was um was poor reading and, and, and poor to talk about really AFC being a lot more fun I suppose but the this AFC South is, is looking a bit more competitive than, than everyone first for and uh how, how, how far do you think this team can go like you said like well not even how far this team can go how what do they need to do to to improve in these next coming weeks to keep themselves in the mix to top this division because they could they could top this division with not a great record as we've seen the last few seasons with like the books for example last year and still get that playoff that playoff spot sorry yeah, I, I mean, yeah, like, like I sort of said, I, I don't, I don't expect the the Colts to to go on. A, a, you know, they could put themselves in a great position to make the playoffs, but like you, I still think the Jags will will come good, and I'm you know fully behind 
um, Trevor Lawrence, you know, getting back to form and leading this team to, to the playoffs. So I don't, you know, the expectations are, are, are relatively low for the Colts, and I think they always were. Um, you know, the team under a new um, a, a new quarterback, they'll take time to gel. Um, but yeah, I think they've they've, they've started really well. Um, I think you know under those sort of circumstances. Um, as you say, the, the the vision is wide open. I think if they can, um, you know, if if they can finish, you know, close to five hundred, I think that would be uh, an incredible season for um, uh, for the Colts because, yeah, like you say, CJ Stroud um, is impressing with the the Texans. Uh, you know, a huge surprise win of the Jags. Um, the Titans, yes, they 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 lost against the Browns. The you know Derrick Henry didn't particularly have a great game um but they've still got the, the the firepower i think and you know whenever mike rabel's there i think they can they can you know challenge anyone so i think just sticking with 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 those guys and um you know building on something for next year um and introducing the the, the rookies around the field um you know a bit more i think is um you know progress um head coach in his first year as well um so yeah i think they've done you know a nice job um of yeah, starting to re not rebuild the roster, but obviously in a new era, uh, finally under the the, the franchise quarterback. Uh, they've been longing since um, since Andrew Luck, and um, yeah, I'm just enjoying the the energy around uh, around Indy, and um, um, yeah, let's see see where they can go. It's, it definitely seems to be a bit of a change going on with them. Finally, you know they they cut they copy and paste and cut and slash their quarterback so many times. You know mm-hmm. Philip Rivers, Matt Ryan, Jacoby Brissett. Players like that tried to make it fit, and Richardson seems like the piece to the, the piece to to move them forward. It's just then getting the vision of the head coach and the front office all together yeah. for them to make a good push for it next year. I feel like I said I I agree with the five. You know, if they go five hundred, I think that's a good season. I think that's a really good season for the Colts. I think it shows they can be competitive. I think, like I say a lot, the the good teams and the great teams. The great teams win the close games. The good teams. They win some, but they don't always win everyone. Um, that's where I think the Colts are at the minute. I think they're good. I don't think they'll win all of these close matchups. I think the great one, I think they could progress to be one of the great teams that, that has that that season. And it can be about scheduling. I mean, we saw the Minnesota Vikings do that last year, and they were a great team last year. People are already saying, you know, that they were the, 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 they crashed back to the earth. I never believed in them. It was just a one-season wonder. No, I think they teams teams are lucky. It's a long season. Mm. Teams get that look. They get that rub of the green, yeah. and they also have scheduling favorability. Um, they find their groove. It, it can be a lot of things. I don't necessarily think that it's a one-season wonder thing. I think just the stars can align for you, and you can go on these great runs. And if the Colts got that aligned, I suppose, and that rub of the green, they, they could definitely go far. I think they've got the capability. Um, do I think they have the Dolphins' capability in the AFC? AFC? No, I don't. I think the Dolphins have got a bit, a bit more firepower and a bit more uh, experience, uh, obviously, at the quarterback position and in all yeah. the other positions as well, of going on a deep run. You know, Tyreek Hill's been in the Kansas City for so many years, winning multiple Super Bowls with them. They have that uh, around them. Um, sticking with the AFC, I thought you would like to, to go to the LA Chargers because uh, yeah. you've got a bit of a, a, bit of a hot take. I felt like maybe, well, maybe, 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 or maybe you're backtracking. Maybe, maybe I'm a bit, you know, tongue in cheek. I think they <laughs> obviously not started particularly well. The Chargers with two defeats, but they went to the Vikings and scraped a victory. Um, 
first of all, I think we've got to talk about Brandon Staley because there was already so much pressure on him. And I think a defeat would have led to, um, you know, huge, huge rising calls for, for him to uh, to leave the, the role. Obviously, the, the, the big call, uh, the fourth and one situation with it was less than two minutes to, to go on their own um, 20, 30 yard line. Um, can't remember exactly, but, you know, to go for it in that position, I don't think, you know, there would be any other coach in the league that would, um, you know, have seen that situation and, and, and done the same. Ninety-nine. It was certainly, it was certainly a make or break play for a lot of people. Yeah, I, 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 a lot I, of different things. Yeah, <laughs> it was, it was. Yeah, I, I think that just, and it just adds to the, the negativity about, you know, the the, the coaching and the the play calling in, in, um, in in LA. You know, obviously, Brandon Stay has been hailed as this, you know huge stats guy and that's you know bringing great things for um the game but it just hasn't clicked for for him in the charges that being said i do think that justin herbert's having a really really good season quietly because obviously the the, the charges have been disappointing but um i tried to focus a little bit on this game um on on, on sunday and yeah i think he was you know obviously it was a, a great quarterback battle between him and and Kirk Cousins again who's been form, performing um incredibly well but um um yeah i think i think Justin Herbert has only done himself wonders in terms of uh the MVP um um battle at this stage you know it's obviously very early doors and we've you know already talked about this last week about um you know throwing names out there like Tua and potentially even you know a non-QB given the um I think the relatively slow start that, that we've seen from the likes of Patrick Mahomes and, and Joe Burrow etc but um I think quietly Herbert if he continues the the way he's going he's only gonna uh, creep up those um uh, creep up those the, those leaderboards for for the award I think because of, of Brandon Staley's um well, not an ability, I suppose, but it's obviously a make or break year for um, for him. And, you know, we know this downside that, that, that he's potentially brought to the team. But I think that, you know, the switch to Kellen Moore as, as the, the defensive coordinator has, has really opened up um, Herbert and the, the, the team's attack. So they've got an inj- big injury to, to, to Mike Williams, which is frustrating. Austin Eckler's obviously out. Um, but if if... If the Chargers can, you know, win um, win games in the in, in the coming weeks, I think that will be largely down to, to to Herbert and his incredible ability. Obviously, you know, Killian Allen had a great game, and the 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 partnership there is is continuing to grow. Um, but yeah, he's so so important to this team. I'm a, yeah, always been a, a really big uh, Herbert fan, and um, yeah, let's let's hope it can continue. Uh, for the Chargers because they are on the road. Their season was very close to, um, I think, you know, completely crashing um, against the Vikings, who, you know, in turn with that defeat have gone to um, 0-3 and perhaps, uh, you know, their season's pretty much over um, already. Um, But yeah, the Chargers, they can probably go on a roll, I'd say. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing the game against the Chiefs because I think I've I've mentioned, you know, how how impressive... um, They've been compared to what I thought they could be um, this year. I think the, the young stars are really coming out, but um, but yeah, I think that's where Herbert will really test, really test um, uh, Kansas City. So looking forward to that in a few weeks. 
So you're a believer in just inheriting like a lot of uh, a lot of people yeah, out there. A lot of people that help out a bit, do a lot of work behind the scenes in the franchise tag and on screen. Uh, I, I'm not overly sure about how it's been a big source of debate for a lot of us um, within our group chats. Uh, I I love his style of play. I love him as a quarterback. I just he just the, the team frustrates me. This team has just given up so many seasons they they have been in such prime positions every season they've been they've got the talent it just doesn't come together uh year on year and it is it is incredibly frustrating because i just think mm, like these, these are wasted years for justin herbert they are he should be he should have gone to at least two he should have been in the conversation for two afc championships last two years that like that that's how much that's his ability i think his ceiling ability that's where he should be at. And it's just not come together year on year. I remember leaving one of the NFL London games. This was some years ago, and I was fairly intoxicated, I have to admit. Um, and I turned, uh, we were chatting, and I went, uh, the Chargers had played. They played at Wembley. It was at Wembley. Chargers played at Wembley game. Must have been against the Jags. And I think they won. And I went, I think the Chargers team goes to the Super Bowl this year. If not this year, maybe next year. They, they are really something. Like, I think they've really got it going on. I think Herbert's got it. I was like, they're, they're going to go. And I turned to Chargers, and Chargers fans said to me, not a hope in hell. He went, we, we always fall flat on our face. We always fall flat on our face. This team won't progress. It's very exciting. We're playing for football. But now nah, you've got no chance, mate. Mm. And I was like, well, you're an idiot. Like, I, even if you're a Giants fan, I don't care. I think this team's going to go all the way <laughs> at some point. And that he he was right. I should have definitely trusted the Chargers <laughs> because they're outside the stadium because I, I know yeah. nothing, um, clearly. Because they have. They, that's exactly what they've done. Um, I'm going to pose an interesting question. That, that, fourth and, that fourth down play in the two minutes, they don't get it. They lose that game to go 0-3. Brandon Staley gets sacked next day. Yeah, probably. I'd be get, talking. Got sacked next day. Do you think that would have been the, the straw that broke the camel's back? I think so. I think I think they've already made made the move in terms of obviously Kellen Moore coming in and um, mm. as the offensive Kellen Moore, amongst a lot of people, is going to be a head coach one day. Like, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Feel about him. exactly. He was. I, I think he, you know, had a lot of interviews this year for mm. uh, or he's now entitled to, to, to be linked with head coaching role. So I see it as a little bit of um you know a move which could translate into yeah more becoming the head coach if if, if Staley was to, to to leave. Obviously two you know, different styles. Staley's very defensive, uh, more um you know brings that uh, offensive quality. But I think already we've seen how could the partnership is looking uh between him and uh, and, and Justin Herbert and how much, you know, I think they, they're, they're, they're backing Herbert, obviously got the, the big extension this um, this this off-season. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just about the, the, the players around them because they have so much talent. But there's, there's noise about JC Jackson, obviously Mike Williams um, doing his, I think he did ACL, didn't he? So he'll be yeah, out for ACL, the season. Yeah. Um, hopefully we can see some players really step up. Um, I don't think Joshua Kelly had a, a great game um, yeah, in, in this week, but I think he's shown signs uh, being a, you know a decent um, runner behind Austin Neckler and you know Tanner with him. Look forward to seeing more of uh, Quinn and Johnston um, as well. But, you know, that he's, was, he's had a really disappointing. Start yeah, really. Yeah, he, he seems like wide receiver four. Massively, but. 
you know, obviously we, we you know don't want to speak ill of an injury, but hopefully this is the opportunity now for him to really step up a gear and and, and show his his first um, first round uh, you know talent. So yeah, I mean yeah, I, I I still think that Brandon Staley is you know if they lose to the Raiders, then I think that could be um, could even be him you know gone there and then because like you say they've got the Cowboys and the Chiefs thereafter. They could easily be. Um, they could easily be uh, one and what well, you know, one and five, um, or they could be. You know, I'm backing them to be. You know, a, a, a decent record by the time um, they play the Bears on uh, the 3rd of October against. Well, well, I'm sure we'll come on to the the Cowboys briefly, but um, yeah, I can see them being the the, the Raiders and being competitive against um, competitive against the Chiefs. So um, yeah, maybe that's a chance to to save uh, Staley and the, the Chargers. Yeah, we might as well talk about the Cowboys because they had a, a, a glistening start to the season. Looked like they were Super Bowl favourites. Uh, a lot of, well, particularly Eagles fan, Gareth, who in the podcast reminded us that uh, they are always we them boys in the first two games <laughs> and it all comes crashing down very, 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 very quickly. And it did come crashing down very, very, very quickly uh, with the Arizona Cardinals beating them. I haven't got the score. I can't, I can't remember the scoreline now for the life of me. I think it was um, 2014, I think it was. So, you know, comfortable. Yeah. yeah, so, I mean, this well, team really shot out the blocks. I mean, uh, people are saying, like, this defence is going to be one of the best defences this year. Michael Parsons is unstoppable. Um, Dax finding his feet, finding his team, you know, finding the the rhythm of this team. Yeah, 28-16. Yeah, that was the result in the end. Um I, I, and uh, Tony Pollard's looking good. Like you've got the best O line in the league. Well, one of one of the best O lines in the league. They could really. People were saying like first two weeks, this team is going to push the Eagles to the last day of the season. This doesn't mean they won't. Mm. But how much is this really maybe tempered expectations for the Dallas Cowboys? Yeah, I mean they, they were the. The the juggernaut, I think we've talk, talked up as being you know the best team we've seen, or you know them and the the forty ers two weeks into the season. So mm-hmm. to come up against uh, the Cardinals, who've been you know accused of tanking and and losing in in fairly well, they, they are they are in my book the worst team in the NFL. Yeah, well, yeah, um, I think at the minute it's well. I'll come on to the the, the Cardinals in a minute because I've, yeah, I've I've actually been genuinely impressed with with particularly the defence this year. But in terms of Dallas, I think they just looked... Obviously, they couldn't they couldn't stop the, the Cardinals' run game, which was, you know, a, a really, really big factor um, uh, in the defeat with, you know, big plays from, from Rondell Moore and, and James Conner um, uh, really putting, you know, a big, big dagger into... No, I, I, I'm going to take it vaguely back. They're not the worst team in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> I certainly said that. I was like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have said I'm that. team Cardinals. I'm team... They're definitely damn. They're definitely at bottom two of bears. Mm. Bottom three, maybe. They've not. They've not got a lot of talent around, have they? So, but um, but yeah, the the the, the uh, yeah the, the Cowboys were woeful. Um, really poor red red zone. Um, you know, conversion um, from Dak. So I think it was just it was just a poor day out of the office for um, for Mike McCarthy and his team. I I wouldn't take too much. You know, I wouldn't dwell on this defeat too much. I think it's it's how they bounce back. Um, from this, um, it's obviously you know a, a real shock because I don't think anyone expected the the Cowboys to um, to lose. 
They've got the Patriots next week and then the 49ers. So potentially two difficult games. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that, well, I'm thinking that the, the Patriots will be a bounce back um, game for them um, next week. But yeah, I think they've just got to get the play call and the, the, the discipline as well um, um, back on, on, on track. For the, the Cardinals, um, I'm so glad that they have, yeah, I, I think, you know, shut down the taboo of of, uh, of tanking with a, hmm. a, a real, like, yeah, I, I suppose, headline-grabbing victory. They uh, can just win one game, though, Johnny, the whole season. Yeah, true. That's true. tanking. <laughs> I, um, well, do they, do they play the Bears at all uh, this year? I, maybe. They do, Christmas Eve. That that oh, for me really? at the moment could be the well the Panthers aren't looking too good as well but yeah that could be the clash uh, for the <laughs> the first overall pick but um yeah I I, I thought they, they they've been really really good actually this this season particularly because they they have we've you know we've had no expectations on them because they traded away a lot of players they've got injuries um, you know defensive names we hardly recognize you know many many people out there and obviously trading for um Josh Dobbs um as their starting QB someone who you know only started a handful of games and only picked up his first starting win uh, this week um and the amount of draft picks that they've accumulated yeah all points towards you know looking solely towards 2024 but you know you've got to praise the 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 the, the players and the, and the coaches uh, and the GM as well to an extent because you know he's obviously been able to buy you know put together a, a competitive team they could they you know they stayed with the the commanders in week 1 they probably should have beaten the giants last week you know you're talking about a team who could potentially you know at this stage if 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 things had gone you know slight things had gone their way being 2 and 1 even 3 and 0 expected um if, if, if Carla starts exactly could be, exactly could be free and they could exactly. be i mean i'm a bit more hot on, on Kyler than other people but yeah yeah i i i don't know obviously they, you know they've still got the huge extension to go with it it's it would be incredible if they had both Kyler murray and caleb williams on the on the team next year um yeah, well, we'll some would we'll say that was a severe misuse of funds. I think <laughs> <laughs> uh, the NFL and, and, and salaries and whatever, but um, yeah, um, yeah, I'm I'm enjoying watching this Cardinals team perform above the narrative of them being you know the the, the worst looking team in the NFL. So, yeah, the team are playing hard. Hopefully, it will continue through the rest of the season um, because yeah, players are playing for the futures. Um, Kyler, when he comes back, will be playing for his future, um, and that can motivate people and that can you know steer them away from from you know being in contention to to, to, to draft one of the top guys. Um, so it might not be good for you know the franchise, the, the fan base as a whole, but. Um, but I think the the Cardinals um, look okay, and, and there may be a few more surprises down the line this year. Well, there may be some surprises. You never know. But one thing that isn't a surprise is we will be at London, Wembley, NFL this weekend. Coming, the Atlanta Falcons take on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Me, uh, me, myself, and I will obviously be there. <laughs> uh, John, Johnny will be there as well. Uh, Andrew and uh, will be there as well. Uh, we will have lots of us down at the games, and uh, I may be out and about as well on the Saturday going to some of the fan pubs. So it'll be really nice to chat to you. If anyone recognizes me or the franchise tag jumper that I'll probably wear, then feel free to come and say hello. And obviously, we'll be around the stadium as well. 
Uh, we'll be doing content there. We've also uh, luckily going to the Atlanta Falcons uh, press conference as well, which I believe we may be streaming live. So that'll be a lot of fun. So make sure you check that out as well. Um, but yeah, the NFL London games are finally here. And one exciting time it is, like I said, we will be at all of the NFL London games. So make sure you keep an eye out for us there. It's going to be very exciting, probably very expensive next three weeks for all of us. Um, but we love it, don't we? we only, it's only a short amount of time. It's only ever October we get it and a bit in November sometimes. So I'm sure it'll be a real good time. But until then, thank you very much for watching. Thank you, Johnny, for joining me. We'll bring back Sky next week, I'm sure. But until then, have a good rest of your week.